This is the Move With Me podcast with your host, James Ramos of Ramos Design Build. Real estate with real people. JamesRamos.com. Interesting guests, interesting topics, all with you in mind. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Here's James with today's featured guest. We're back. I'm here with Chris Smith with BBMC Mortgage. Um, one of the topics that many of our listeners have asked me to talk about is basically the preparation, Chris, as to what they need, um, what a bank needs from a consumer to get a loan. So let's just do a real quick ABCs as far as just the you know down to the basics as to what a buyer needs. Um, and let me stress the importance. We have the least amount of inventory today than ever before. So it's super important for a consumer that's buying a home to be well prepared to make a solid offer. You can't go and make an offer on a home that's been available for, you know, on the market for a week or so, and then put like 60 day contingency. I need financing this, that, the other, you have to be prepared. So let's just go through some of the basics. All right. So some of the basics, the first step of course, is going to be submitting an application, a mortgage loan application, with the bank. And nowadays uh, they're so simple, right? I mean, yes. Uh, with BBMC, there's a link to apply right online. It's a secure link. You click on the click on the link, fill out an application, choose your loan officer. We get notified and we have a complete application and we can pull credit without anyone ever speaking to us. Of course, they can always come to the office if need be. If they feel more comfortable face-to-face -face or over the phone, we can do that. But yes, it's, it's very simply processed to apply online. And at that point, you know, a good loan officer is going to provide a list of documents to a buyer, uh, usually stuff that's at the tip of your fingertip. You know, it's at the tip of your uh, fingers, two years tax returns, W-2s, pay stubs, bank statements, uh, pension award letters, Social Security award letters. So it's really income and assets. How many uh, pay stubs? Uh, we will typically look for pay stubs covering 30 days. So okay. the last two so years, W-2s. Two and some people are paid uh, bi-weekly. It might not cover the 30 days. So if right. you're paid every other Thursday, every other Friday, we would ask for three. Weekly, four. Uh, once a month, one. So pay stubs covering 30 days of employment. So we get a full snapshot of a, a month's uh, worth of income. It'll show over time, bonuses, uh, commissions, things of that nature. And then uh, two complete years tax returns. Uh, if you own a business, if you have an LLC or part owner, small, you know, minority minority owner in a business, you would need to provide K-1s. Uh, the K-1 is like a, getting a W-2 from an employer. It basically tells you how much you're making or losing from an LLC partnership S Corp. Uh, if the customer or a client or a buyer owns more than 25%, which is listed on the K-1, it, it tells... Uh, tells you how much, what percentage of that LLC or partnership you own. So if you own more than 25% of a business, then every underwriter and, and lender out there and Fannie Freddie will require tax returns for the business. If you own less than 25% of the business, we're just fine with the K-1. If you own more than 25%, then we're going to need two years tax returns of every business or partnership that you own 25% or more oh. of. Yep. So it's really just income and assets and, and you know, a, a knowledgeable experienced loan officer will very easily be able to shoot you off a quick email or give you a quick uh, list of documents. And again, a lot of it is stuff that you could gather up in you know, less than an hour if you're organized or call your accountant and have them send it over to us. But that's really the most important because uh, that's what determines your monthly income, how much in assets you have available for down payment and closing costs. Because the last thing you want to do, and you mentioned earlier, is not be properly pre-qualified or think you qualify for a house that you can't really buy. You get excited, yeah. you make an offer, and then you, you know, a week into it, oh, I don't qualify, or I'm going to take 
it's going to take more money to buy this house than I had planned or I have. So that's yeah, really important. That's probably the most important first step. And then everything else from that point should go smooth, assuming there's no issues with the home inspection, you know, the house appraises for the contract price. Uh, yeah, but the, you know, the, the most important thing obviously is making sure you're, you know, working with a reputable bank, someone who's experienced and, and get those documents to them, uh, fairly quickly and in, in a complete list of what they ask for. Yeah, most listing agents won't accept an offer without, without some level of pre-qualification or proof of funds. If correct. it's going cash, it's going to be proof of funds. Yeah, you're 100% correct. It, it's not uncommon for listing agents when we send a pre-qualified letter for the agent to call me because I'm the manager of the office, so I'm listed on the pre-qual letter along with the loan officer. So they'll call me. I'll get a number I don't recognize. Of course, I always answer my phone, and it's, hey, this is you know, it's Shirley, Susie Q calling from Remax, you know, Bay to Bay. I see you're pre-qualified. Just want to make sure these people are qualified. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, you know, and it's, it's legitimate, certainly a um, great question. It's a, you know, I, I welcome those calls. It just gives me an opportunity to, you know, speak with the seller and put the, you know, the seller's agent at ease. And, and normally when I speak to someone, they can, they can tell in, in talking to me after a few minutes that, you know, we have a pretty good handle on this buyer and they're qualified. And, and the last thing, honestly, I want to do is, is waste my time. You know, time is money. If I have my processor myself working on a loan or helping someone trying to buy a house that ultimately they don't qualify for, everybody loses. You know, we have mutually aligned goals, which is right. to help that buyer buy the house. If, you know, we don't generate any revenue, we don't charge an application fee up front. There's no fee whatsoever up front that we, uh, that we get at BBMC unless the loan closes. Right. So that's the most important goal. And then, and then the other side of the coin is is the the agent who represents the buyer. I mean, many good agents are actually asking before they put someone in the car for some level of pre qualification or proof of funds. Correct. So if you're going out looking for a five hundred thousand dollar home, wouldn't you want to know that your yeah. client that you're driving right. around all over Kingdom Come <laughs> exactly is qualified to spend buy all that day exactly on a Saturday home. and then like oh I'm qualified and then you find out they're you know low credit score or you had a bankruptcy or don't qualify income wise that would certainly be frustrating uh, you spend you know valuable time driving someone around town and find out uh, you just wasted a whole day yeah so tell me like we're in the middle of the year right now and let's say somebody has um, you know extended their return. So they're on an extension and they don't have the return from 2017, for an example. Yep. What are you doing then? Well, if uh, if they file an extension, it's a six-month extension, so those tax returns are now due to be filed in October. So we would be able to use 15 and 16, okay. uh, and then we would have to get a copy of the extension. Uh, we also would file a I request. Mean, do, you, do you estimate what they would have made in 2017? You know, with well, for someone who's W two, we're, we're still going to get the recent pay stub, so we'll see that see, make sure that they're on track to make what they made before. Maybe they've gotten a raise, so the W two from sixteen might reflect less than what they're on pace to make. They got a promotion, a raise, so we'll be able to use um, their current monthly base income. Yep. So now, if someone hasn't filed their tax returns, they can file. You know, if it'll help them qualify, uh, maybe they're just putting off filing their tax returns and they want to buy a house then obviously that's an option. We would have to have the tax returns filed and validated. Nowadays, uh, we do have to get a copy of the tax transcripts from the IRS to match up with what we were given by the buyer uh, to make sure they match. So a lot of people actually do file their taxes after the extension, middle of the year, a couple months after the, the deadline to um, qualify to buy a house or refinance. So we do see that uh, fairly common. It does add a couple weeks. You know, if you file your taxes June 14th, they're probably not going to be validated with the IRS for you know three to four weeks. So that, that would be a scenario where we wouldn't be able to move super quick. 
if they're filing their 2017s, you know, a couple right. months after the extension. Yep. Let's talk about uh, important ratios. One's loan to value, but let's talk about debt to equity first. So what is a debt to equity ratio and what's a good ratio? Um, you know, what's, what's the standard and then what you should, what would you recommend to be at? Yep. The, the most conservative is USDA. You have to be below 41. Uh, but we don't do a ton of USDA loans or more in the rural areas. We do have the ability to do it. But a safe debt to income ratio is 45%. So in other words, if your monthly debt is 450 a month and you make a thousand a month, you divide a thousand into your monthly bills, you're at 45%. So 45% is typically going to be very safe. You're going to be able to qualify to buy a home. Uh, FHA, you can go up to 55%. VA, we've seen them as high as 65%. And keep in mind, we... And these are qualified loans? Uh, yes, these are all qualified loans. And we do not count car insurance, cell phone bills, electric bill, food bill. It's just strictly the principal and interest tax and insurance on the property you're buying, any car loans or credit cards that show up on the credit report. So those are the only debts we really look at. Right. Homeowner, homeowner association, condo fees, or anything associated with the house you're buying, and then anything on the credit report. So it's also buyer beware, too, because you need to... Uh, you know, if you know you spend a lot at the grocery store, correct. Or, you know, you, you have, go out to eat a lot. You know, you're yeah. not looking at private school uh, tuition payments and correct. things like that, or or where they're going on vacation. So, if you need more than fifty percent, um, and keep in mind that's gross. Five percent, right? Yeah, it's gross too. Yeah, so if someone makes take out, yeah five thousand know. in their, you know, five, let's say for example they make uh, five thousand dollars a month gross, forty uh, percent would be make $2,000 house, you think, oh, I, I qualify. Well, you know, your monthly payment, principal and interest tax and insurance on a house is, is 2000 You qualify all day long because you're at 20% debt ratio, assuming maybe you have a, you know, no other really debt, but you're really only bringing home when you gross five. We all know you got to pay, you know, pay Uncle Sam. You got to pay Medicare, Social Security. You so you be, might have be, money out of in your 401k. Yeah, yeah. You could be netting, you know, 3000 All of a right. sudden, you're, you're spread between what you got to pay to keep a roof over your head and, and what you net. Interesting. Yep. Let's talk about loan to value real quick. Yep. So FHA, which is a great product for first-time home buyers, uh, allows people with maybe lower FICO scores or higher debt-to-income ratios. You can go uh, with a three and a half percent down payment. So three and a half percent of your purchase price. That actually can be a gift. So we do a lot of loans for people that that buy homes, get a gift. Seller pays for closing costs, and they're into a house for really no money out of pocket. Uh, conventional loans, you're three three percent all the way down to you know twenty percent down. If you're going conventional, typically you're going to have a higher FICO score. You're really going to want to put down twenty percent or more to avoid the PMI. Uh, and then a VA loan, we can go one hundred percent financing. Uh, same thing with USDA. So USDA VA one hundred percent, FHA ninety six point five, and conventional anywhere from seventy to ninety seven percent. So three percent or less, three percent or more down payment for conventional. All right, great. We'll be back after a few messages. For investment opportunities in the Tampa Bay market or to follow James Ramos, go to jamesramos.com and sign up for his newsletter. Call Ramos first to design, build, or furnish. Call or text 813-259-1111. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. 
Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. And when you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. Ramos Design Build, construction, development, and renovation. A legacy since 1956.